Welcome to Breakups, Broken Hearts, and Moving On with Janice Formicella. I'm Janice Formicella, a breakup coach passionate about supporting others to learn from their breakups, overcome loneliness, love being single, and see the end of a relationship as the beginning of a magical, sexy new chapter in life. I am here each week to share with you the tools that I have learned through my own painful breakups, through hitting rock bottom more than once, and through working with people all around the world to heal their broken hearts. If you are looking for hope and strength to move on from your breakup and resources to enjoy your new life, you are in the right place and I've got your back. to my dearest, dearest listeners. Thank you for being here today. And thank you for those who have reached out over the last few weeks and let me know that you've been enjoying some breakup content that is informed by my personal life. It's always kind of hard to be vulnerable. And so I really appreciate the kind words. Today, we are going to be talking about no contact. It is one of my favorite topics, I suppose, or perhaps just one of my favorite tips when it comes to healing from a breakup. I know that for me, it has really helped. It's been just absolutely like kind of the magic ingredient to my healing and to my recent healing. And I also know that it's hard. And yes, it is a bit of a buzzword today. And why is that? (laughs) Like I just said, I think that it's a buzzword and that it's gotten lots of attention recently simply because it works and a lot of us who talk about no contact know that it works. And without fail, it is the thing that I see making the biggest difference in people's healing journeys. The people I work with have amazing results because of no contact. And of course, it might not be for everybody, and there are exceptions to the rule. Uh, on this podcast, I typically talk about the the rules and not the exceptions. <laughs> but typically, it is the game changer that people who are in pain over their breakup need. As a coach, I have seen people who are in enormous amounts of pain completely turn things around after experiencing what can come with no contact. I have seen people who have been stuck in destructive patterns with people, even sometimes for years, find themselves free of the toxic loop. I have found them then loving life and welcoming in healthy new relationships. Personally, the no contact rule catapulted me into a space where I really had my breakup in my rearview mirror in hardly any time at all. It's been fun and inspiring to see how the methods I use in my coaching really work. No contact is a form of radical self-love, and it is not easy. I know that. It is especially not easy in the beginning. 
I've done lots of content on why no contact is hard and why a breakup is like healing from an addiction. And I will drop some of those episodes in the show notes. For starters, though, go and check out episode 160, The Psychology of Breakups. I brought in a bunch of science into that episode where I explain why some of this is so challenging and why you feel like a different person in the beginning of a breakup and why it's hard to cut ties. So go check that out. As I said, it can be really rough in the beginning. It can take sometimes a couple of weeks for things to really click, maybe even a month for no contact to really click and for you to really see how it is helping. But if you stay strong, it almost always pays off. But how do you stay strong, right? (laughs) Today, I'm going to share five tips to help you experience the benefits of no contact. I encourage you to keep your ears open for at least one tip that resonates with you that you want to use this week. Tip number one, when it comes to the no contact rule, know your why. Quote unquote, going no contact will only work if you know why you are doing it rather than doing it because you have seen people talk about it online. So the very first thing I want you to do is take the time to think about what you want to achieve out of this commitment. It's as simple as that. Get your journal out or meditate on the question, where do I want to be at the end of these three months? And I'm using three months as just an example because I personally believe that it helps to go at least three months. So Where do you want to be at the end of these three months? I personally have stuck to at least three months of no contact after each of my previous three relationships. Overall, I think I just had an internal knowing that it would help. But there were things specific to each relationship that changed what I wanted to accomplish by doing it. For instance, in regards to my most recent relationship, I wanted my hurt feelings and the anger I was experiencing to fade. It seems obvious to me as a trained professional, perhaps, that keeping in touch with the source of my hurt feelings was only a good way to ensure that things would get worse, right? You can't keep on putting your hand in the fire. And wow, I feel so amazing and over it after only two months. In fact, the last few weeks have been great. A clean break is really the best way to go sometimes. So what is your why? It may help to get really clear on a no contact mission statement of sorts. So you might be kind of drawing a blank. A lot of you may be thinking, girl, I just want to feel better, (laughs) right? So here are some examples to get you started or to help you to start thinking a little more deeply about why you might be taking this step. So some examples may include wanting to focus on work or school, accepting that you deserve the best and the relationship didn't serve you, Stopping an unhealthy cycle with your ex. Letting the feelings of abandonment or rejection fade. Making space for better things in your life. 
wanting your heart to heal, making space for someone new, or allowing yourself the space you need to build a new chapter in life. So, whoa, how many did I even have written down? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight examples that I came up with the other day in probably like a minute. (laughs) So let's move on to the next tip for going no contact. And that is journal it out. Another tip to help you stay no contact with your ex is to dive deep into the processing of the relationship during this phase. Gaining clarity on what you are gaining by walking away will help you keep your resolve. Accepting the reality of the relationship and the fact that it wasn't serving you will help you cut ties. Knowing that you deserve the best and that your last relationship just simply wasn't it will help you to create more distance between you and your ex. It is really, really hard to achieve any of this while you still have contact with your ex. Let's get real now. Each time you text them, you get the endorphin hit and you strengthen the connection rather than begin to cut the connection. Each time you talk or have sex, you build things rather than deconstruct them. Processing while having time completely apart is such a powerful way to move on. So what does a journal have to do with all of this? (laughs) Journaling is an embodied way to process a breakup because it involves both the mind and the body so fully. I mean, you really can't have one without the other when it comes to journaling. So here's how it works. First, you have a thought or intention in your head. Perhaps it involves your need for closure or questions that you have for your ex or things that you really wish you would have said. Then you physically take your pen or your keypad in your hands. Then you move your hands while you connect with your head and get the thoughts out or work on achieving your intention. Journaling sometimes involves one last step, and that is saying things out loud, or sharing them with a friend, or tearing up what you have written. It is a cathartic, effective way to learn about yourself and what has just taken place with the relationship. But it may sound all well and good, right? But how do you do it? If you're suffering from breakup brain, I know it can be really hard to kind of come up with ideas on your own or come up with the things that will be most helpful for you. If you've listened before, you hopefully know that I like to be as practical as possible on this show. So I have five journaling tips to help you stay no contact. Journaling prompt number one, what wasn't working? This is one of my favorite ways to use a journal after a breakup. Get really clear and very specific and very lengthy (laughs) about all of the things that you didn't like, the things that weren't working, the things that didn't serve you, the times that you were unhappy in the relationship. And you know what? Leave some extra pages for this because it might be hard in the beginning, but once you get going, more things will come to you. Number two, I resent that you, what? We often have a lot of anger and resentment inside of us during a breakup. This can be one reason why no contact is hard because we want to let the other person know. (laughs) But 
Trust me, it's better to put it on paper than to do it over a phone call or text. Journal prompt number three, a letter to your future self. We're going to talk more about how your future self can hold you accountable right now. And it might be really lovely to let your future self know the ways that you want to make this person proud. Journal prompt number four, what I want for my future. And journal prompt number five, I deserve better because. So while I let you go and get your journal and get started, we are going to take a very quick commercial break. And then when we come back, I am going to share three more tips for staying no contact. Nothing shatters your life like a breakup. And the feeling of a broken heart is real. I know that it seems impossible right now, but there is hope and there are ways to heal. I would love to work with you one-on-one to heal your broken heart and put your breakup behind you. My personalized coaching programs are designed to pinpoint what will be most effective in helping you to move forward and make this breakup a part of your past. I believe in you. Message me at breakupspodcast at gmail.com or hit me up on Instagram at breakupspodcast and let's connect about creating a magical plan of action to get this breakup in your rear view mirror. Welcome back, everybody. So let's get back into it. The no contact rule, tips for success. Tip number three, get accountability. When you set a goal, how do you hold yourself to it? I am personally pretty good at self-accountability, but not with everything. Financial organization and goals, for instance, are things that I find very easy to put off. So once a year, I hire the same coach again and again to help me with it. I also have an accountability buddy, my friend Lena, who comes on the show sometimes. The two of us check in about our bookkeeping, and it really does the trick. Knowing that someone is going to be asking me face-to-face about my goals makes me try harder. Knowing that I will have the opportunity to brag about my progress is a huge motivating factor for me. How will you hold yourself accountable to your no-contact commitment? Really lean into this. This is your opportunity to get really intentional about your healing. It is a big step toward accepting that the relationship is over. So it can be a bit rough. (laughs) Are you not sure where to begin? Here are some ways to add accountability to your no-contact commitment. First of all, commitment to yourself. Write it down. Ask yourself what you want to accomplish. Look yourself in the mirror each morning and, you know, reflect on how well you're doing. Commitment to a coach. I help people with this all of the time. Sometimes it's just a matter of sending a daily text, checking in or asking my clients to check in with me and ask me how they're doing. Sometimes it's talking about it during our calls, but it can be really powerful, especially because I'm a safe space. And so if there's slips along the way, we can adjust and see what is going to help in the future. And even if that means starting over. Commitment to a friend maybe telling someone that you want to do this and then, you know, checking in with them or asking them to check in with you. Commitment to a counselor. 
that can be really powerful. I'm actually working with a counselor now and I'm just absolutely loving it. It's just so helpful and so cathartic and so therapeutic. <laughs> and this is a little trickier, but commitment to your ex. If you have said that this is what you need for yourself and that this is what you're going to do, how great are you going to feel if you actually do it? So for some people, that might actually be the motivating thing they need to really stick with it. How are you going to hold yourself accountable for the no contact commitment? And of course, if you'd like to work with me, my information is in the show notes. You can also hit me up at breakuppod.com. I would love to work with you on this. <laughs> and I know it will work. Tip number four, let your future self hold you accountable. Hmm, your future self, does that person exist? <laughs> Did you ever think that a semi-abstract being could hold you accountable for your goals? Some of you know that I am great at beating my breakups. And you want to know a little secret? This tip right here is my personal secret sauce. I went through a period of enormous spiritual transformation about six years ago. It was also when I decided that I was really ready to be a conduit and to support others to learn from their breakups rather than throw their lives off kilter. I had done it. I had learned from it. I had learned how to stop doing it. And I knew that this was one of my purposes in life. And in some ways, this journey of mine started with more than one breakup happening all at once. I had broken up with some dreams that I had. I had split with a company that I thought I was going to be happily working with for years. And I had broken up with Laundry Boy, aka uh, the last partner I had before deciding to take a break from dating because I realized the pattern I was playing out again and again in my relationships. For years, I had been living moment to moment, crisis to crisis. I was constantly trying to put on one Band-Aid after another, trying to solve all of my problems in life. Instead of thinking about what I could do to make myself proud in the future or what sort of legacy I would leave, all I really wanted was the immediate relief, the immediate gratification. After things fell apart again and again, I also started to feel that I had really let myself down again and again by not making decisions based on what would bring me the longest term pride. I started to think about my future self and then no contact became a lot easier. A lot of things became a lot easier actually. <laughs> and as I mentioned, I actually went through a romantic breakup during this time. It was also the time that I started to study the psychology of breakups. Oh man, I became so obsessed. It was so much fun. <laughs> When I broke up with Laundry Boy, I had learned about no contact and how relationships can be like addictions. I wanted to try it out, and I made a commitment to myself to do so. I still remember the last time he texted before I blocked his number. It was my birthday, of course, and we hadn't had any contact, actually, in at least a couple of months, maybe maybe more, he texted me and of course wished me a happy birthday. 
very selfish in my opinion. And also that he wanted to talk. Oh, how great. What a wonderful thing to get on my birthday, just as I was putting it behind me. Right. <laughs> I was really taken back. Like I had not really expected to hear from him. I, I remember the moment so clearly. I was at an Airbnb with a bunch of friends. And of course, so I mentioned it to everybody that I had gotten the text and my God, Everybody had an opinion on how I should respond to the text and nobody said not to answer. But because I had committed to becoming a breakup coach at that point, I knew I wanted to walk the walk and talk the talk. So I didn't respond. I blocked his number. Six months later, when I was sitting in the backyard of my cute little house set, writing my first coaching program, I felt so authentic. I felt so happy with my previous self. I felt confident with my current self because of the self-love I had built along the way. Enough about me. What about your future self? How do you want to look back on this time? What memories of how you dealt with your breakup do you want to have? If your future self were to chat with you about how you navigated things, what would you want them to say? I know this may seem hard to conceptualize, but the more you do it, the easier it becomes and the more you will make decisions that you will be so proud of. Remember, no contact is about your happiness, your peace of mind your healing. Make your future self proud by sticking with your commitment. I've got one last tip. Tip number five, remove reminders. My last tip for keeping to no contact is to remove reminders of your ex and to remove reminders about conversations that you've had with this person. The less you are exposed to these reminders, the easier it will get. This especially applies to your phone. I mean, after all, isn't that where like the most temptation to contact your ex lives? <laughs> it is for me. Some ways to remove your ex and the very easy in the moment access to this person include, I've got a bunch for you. So what will you commit to? One, deleting or archiving text threads, text messages with them deleting photos from your phone, moving photos to a Dropbox folder or somewhere where you don't look often, deleting screenshots of sweet things that they sent to you. I don't know about you, but I had lots of screenshots on my phone that involved my, my last ex <laughs> or my most recent ex. Look at your Facebook messenger and delete or hide messages where they were. I actually had to start over in a completely new thread in my Facebook Messenger group because he was in it and I still wanted to keep the thread up. And yeah, it was a bit awkward to be honest, but whatever. Blocking them on your social media apps. You don't want them popping up the next time you go on TikTok or Instagram. And of course, deleting their phone number or at the very least changing their name so that if you see it, it serves as a reminder of your commitment. And last, 
for those who are a thousand percent committed to this process, block their phone number. I know that these steps and actions can feel drastic. And I also promise you that they are very effective. I understand blocking a phone number can feel very final. And I get that not knowing whether or not your ex is reaching out is a hard bridge to cross. I mean, that's really the hardest part for some people is the not knowing. But get this, getting to the point of not caring and not wondering and not dwelling on it is extremely powerful. That is when you know that you are healing and also that you can start to create the magical new beginning that I am always talking about. I didn't block my most recent ex on everything right away. I did the blocking like kind of over time. It's a lot to do it all at once. The last text message that I received threw me into a bit of a loop and I decided that it was time for that. And I have to say Any satisfaction that I may have previously had or thought I had when he reached out was totally gone. And I knew that it was time. And it was the last thing I needed to do to feel that I could say it is behind me. Ooh, what a feeling. And I want you all to have that. And I know that you can. The sense of relief that I felt when I did it was palpable. Like I could physically feel it. And besides that, I felt strong. It opened up space for me to focus on other things. And I noticed that I felt freer. You know what happens when you really, really shake off your ex? You become more magnetic and you start to attract positive attention in life. Plus, no contact becomes that much easier. (laughs) Would you like even more support on your no contact journey? You can, of course, reach out to me for coaching info. Plus, keep your eyes on this space as I will be dropping a bonus track of no contact affirmations for you on Thursday. Stay tuned. I am sending you so much strength for the week ahead. You've got this. Thank you for listening to Breakups, Broken Hearts, and Moving On with Janice Formicella. I sincerely hope that you found today's episode inspirational or useful. I would love to support you on your healing journey. All you have to do is send me a message on Instagram at breakupspodcast or email me at breakupspodcast at gmail.com and I will be in touch to get you started. Remember... If you are struggling with a broken heart, your feelings are temporary. I am sending you so much love and luck for the week ahead. You've got this.